0: well i'm just so glad to be in this year 2020 and able to minister from this place around the world and i'm so glad you tuned our way because we consider it a privilege to come to you with more concepts for living biblical principles for contemporary living i want you to stay tuned because i'll be speaking from the theme do you see what i see i have several devotional books most of them now without backs on them <laughs> leaves are all detached with notes and quotes and antidotes written all in them. one of those devotional booklets was written by the author amy bolding I'm going to quote one of her observations. To see only the sheer logic of life is to miss the significance of life's unseen realities. End of quote. Yeah, let me do it again. To see only the sheer logic of life is to miss the significance of life's unseen realities. This text suggests to us two rounds of sight. Yes. One, the natural yes. or physical sight. And the other, spiritual, the invisible, Sight. It sounds contradictory, but it isn't. Because you and I have the capacity to have two realms of sight. I'll say it again. You and I have the capacity to have two realms of sight natural and spiritual. The text suggests not only that we have those two realms, but it also implies the human struggle concerning both of them. How do we operate with those realms of sight? We struggle there. But if you keep reading in this text, you're going to see where there are some answers given as to how we can win the battle and operate in those two realms. Further, it has been noted that of all the five senses that we have, smelling, hearing, tasting, touching, sight is the most significant. Ophthalmologists report that we perceive up to 80% of all impressions by means of what we see. And if no one else has received that and understood that and appreciated that, it is those commercial capitalists who have capitalized on that function of seeing. Therefore, you have large advertising boards, sometimes going down highways, crossing highways. You'll see that all has been structured by commerce to get us to buy even some stuff that we never intended to buy. But because we saw it, We went into shops with our lists. But because of what we saw when we got in there, other than what was on our list, we come out with more than we should have purchased and stuff we wish we didn't purchase. (laughs) Yes, it's true. So therefore, you and I must appreciate that through this optical organ, human beings and all other creatures react to their surroundings and coordinate their behaviors according to what they have seen. Our text provides a good example of this. And perhaps in the process, you will discover that you have an unused capacity that could regulate how you see and interpret and even receive what you have come to know as physical sight. Here's some background. The background to the text is that the king of Syria was at war with the Israelites. He had been waging war for a while and discovered that every effort that he would make to launch some new strategy, it would fail. He would hear the news that the Israelites are in a particular place and therefore would organize himself and structure a strategy to take them out from there, only to discover that when they arrived, they were not. There. This happened repeatedly, and therefore he called a meeting of all his cabinet. And in the process, he was trying to confirm whether or not there was a spy in the camp because somebody had to be letting the enemy know (laughs) what my plans were because they were private. And yet, somehow in spite of the privacy with which they were developed, somebody else got the news, and the Israelites would not be cornered or captured. Well, one of his wise cabinet members indicated it's not a spy in the camp, but there's a man of God. There's a prophet around. His name is Elisha, and he's over in a place called Dothan. Well, go, locate him, confirm that he's there, and come back to me. And, of course, our text. The Bible says that when the servant of the man of God or the servant of Elisha rose early in the morning and went out and he looked, to the hills and the mountainside, and when he did, he saw it was full of chariots and horses, a host of them that were surrounding the city. And in panic, he said, oh, master, how shall we make out now? What are we gonna do? How shall we do? How are we gonna get out of this one? Anybody here ever asked the question, how are we going to get out of this one? I know how he helped me before, but how are we going to get out of this one? Somebody's got their back against the wall wondering how they're going to get out of this one. But i got news for you this morning. Stay tuned because you're going to find out how you can get out of your panic-stricken condition. How you can revive, be revived, and restored, and restored to the extent that you can face the future confidently. Well, as always, three points to this message. The first one, opposition. Well, whenever you recognize that you're getting great opposition, unusual opposition, be prepared because opposition always precedes God's dramatic manifestations of blessings. The second is the opposite. Now, you can believe it, or you don't have to believe it. It's up to you. But the point though is, if you can, regardless to what you are seeing happening all around you, you believe that this is going to be your change year, in fact, the year of your double blessing. Well then, you deal with this. Opposite, Opposition, opposite. And then you'll appreciate the opportunity to give God all of the glory. Stay tuned, you'll be further blessed with this message. You can't convince me that God doesn't come in the 11th hour. You'll never convince me that God can't show up until somebody is about to show up. In your situation, don't panic. Don't start saying, what shall we do? How are we going to make it? Because the Lord, I said the Lord will make a way somehow. I don't have to know how it's going to happen, but I know the Lord will make a way. Say what you want. I speak out of my own experience and out of Ruthann's experience. We're in this year 2020. Shout 2020. Amen. So then notice here now, most of all, I want you to see the in, uh, how God operates to, uh, to justify the integrity of the second realm of sight. God, you see, to see in the natural, you just got to look around you. But in the spiritual, it's not you setting up the viewage. It's God setting up the viewage. (laughs) You get that? And so, all of this is not uh, somehow the awareness of this young man because he, in a sense, Even though he was with the man of God, he was blind. He was blind to that other realm. And because he was blind to the other realm, he now risks influencing the man of God. Don't let people cause you to move away from the faith that you have. And don't let them determine what you are seeing. Because you don't have to see what they are seeing. Because if you see what they are seeing, you're going to act just like them. Because with all this world will provide for you, will view it. There are some things that will mess your head up. Oh, you ain't going to talk to me now. Anytime I can look at my television and I see two men kissing and I see two women kissing and I see all that mess going on, I like, what in the world is the world coming to? I know I'm out here now. I know I'm in deep water now. I know you all ain't going to help me out. But I want you to know some things look funny. I say some things look funny. Some things don't seem to add up and look right. And if I'm not careful, I can let that blow my mind. But I'm glad that when it looks a mess out there, I got another vision. I got another round. We say that we walk by faith and not by sight. right now, give a Holy Ghost a praise right now. Right now, because he's the revealer. He's the revealer. And so, as we are considering this whole concept of, of, of the two realms of sight, you and I must appreciate that opposition is a part of opening up the lenses so that we might be able to receive the light into the realm of the optics, so that what I see captured to the degree that light enters into that realm of my eyeball, which once it gets it, sends a message to the brain, and then the brain sends a message to the hand and the hand, a message to the foot. And, uh, and then things start happening. What we don't understand is that this whole process of sight is awesome. We are wonderfully and fearfully made. Come on, come on, say, opposition is a part of my promotion. So some folk act bad on you. Don't fight them. You know it's working. Just say it's working. It's working. It's working. Say it's working. It's working. Uh, you know, <laughs> there, there are many things that happen to us in our lives. I remember uh, that, that actually give, become messages to us mm-hmm. from God. You know, there was a point when uh, I was at Sears and Roebuck. I worked there. And uh, you remember, many of you used to use the Sears and robot catalog and all that. Well, the main place that produced that catalog is where I was working at night. They had, you would come in at night and stay and do certain things. And while I was there, I saw uh, some people doing some things that were very illegal. And when I saw it, I said, oh, okay, so I didn't say nothing to them. And I, but they saw me as I was moving away. And the main one came to me and said to me at break time, he says, we're going to kill you because you saw. And I said, well, saw what? He said, we know you saw. And I know where you parked your car. So tomorrow will be your last day because it's my assignment to eliminate you. I said, "But I haven't said anything to anybody. I I tried my best to appeal to that person. I went home. The next night, I had a choice. You either don't go back and go to the authorities and let the upper management know what happened, or you can go back and be killed. (laughs) Well, I discovered (laughs) that it didn't take much longer of a debate <laughs> on that issue, but I went, and when I went, I drove instead of, it was four lanes, and when I, I would normally be in the lane next to my turnoff, instead of that, I'm, we're in the far lane, I looked across and I saw his car and he was up in the dark, and I didn't, I didn't park. I went all the way around the massive complex and parked my car in the back and came through the back and went up. So around break time, he said, oh, you think you're smart, huh? (laughs) You think you're slick. He said, well, maybe you are slick. You're so slick until I'm not going to mess with you. I said, well, what? He said, no, I ain't messing with you. And it was like somebody else took over. Because I didn't say pray. <laughs> no. Uh, somebody else to go. Because while I have two sights looking that way, folk don't understand that there is a sight coming this way. Because notice the passage. The passage not only talks about the opposition, but opposites. Look look, look at the opposite. The opposite is that we don't fear, we walk in faith. Faith and fear are opposites. You can't have fear and still have faith. One's got to give way to the other. So guess what? That person that planned some stuff ended up saying to me, look, uh, if you need this, I can help you with that. You need that, I can help you with that. I said no, 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 I, I no, no. I said no, 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 none of that, none of that. And I went home and I prayed. I said, Lord, please get me out of this mess. I can't keep coming here, thinking that I'm being watched and examined, and can't, I can't. And so I stayed later than I would normally stay. And so the manager of a particular department saw me. And he said to me, he said, are you still here? I said, yeah. I said, what's happening over in this department over here? I don't see nobody working there. he says, oh yeah, we're going to put somebody else there. So so I said to him, I said, well, can I get a transfer? Can Can I get a little move on up? And he said, why not? Why not? He said, well, you would be the first black person in this, world, you know, you be I said, well, that's all right. Let's work it. And he began to tell me what I would get from that position if I were to take it and all like that. Now, I don't want to lose you all now, but what I'm trying to tell you is that there are some things that you don't have to compromise to get. You don't have to lower your standards to get. You don't have to give in to get. Because if God has it for you, It's for you I never feared that man any longer because I saw how God can step into any situation that I'm facing and deal with the matter better than I could deal with it in my own effort so I back up I want somebody to get that this morning stop fighting people don't compromise your principles your morals your standards Walk in faith, not in fear. Well, as always, we sincerely trust that you've been blessed and inspired by this word. Well, you know, our theme for this year is simply this. I can see clearly now, and I hope that as a result of this message, you will realize that you are set for the double blessing in your life. So until next time, when we come before you with more Concepts for Living, may God bless you and yours. Thank you for viewing Concepts for Living. If you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www.fcogchapel.org. We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living.